Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of the American Coin-Op podcast, Round the Clock Management. I'm your host, Bruce Beggs. During this episode, we'll take a look at what's necessary to guarantee that a self-service laundry is running smoothly any time of day or night. Joining me is Sharon Sager, owner of Sierra Madre Laundry in Sierra Madre, California. Prior to entering the self-service laundry industry, Sharon worked 17 years as an elementary school teacher. She's now in her fifth year of owning and operating her 24-hour store in a suburb of Los Angeles. Hi, Sharon. I'm delighted to have you as my guest on the American Coin-Op podcast. Hi, Bruce. It's a delight to be here. Thanks for inviting me to join you. What things did you consider before deciding that your store would be open 24 hours a day? Well, actually, I didn't have to make that decision. It turns out that when I was buying the store, it was already operating as a 24-hour laundromat. So that decision was already made for me. So some of the factors that I thought about when moving forward with this purchase was determining whether or not there really was a demand for 24-hour operation in my area. Of course, you know, we want to make sure that if we're going to go to the trouble, that it would be profitable for our business and for a benefit for our customers. So consider the community you're in, consider your clientele, interview customers, get their interest level. Will offering a 24-7 operation at your store make you stand out among your competition? It's possible that if no other laundromat in your area is operating an overnight service, that you could gain some of their clientele, some of their customers, get some new loyal customers from that. And I also think that having more hours offered just in general gives those busy Sundays and those busy times when you're overcrowded and people are waiting for machines. It can really pull some of those people to other hours so that you're not as impacted on those busy days. Staffing would be another factor to consider. Uh, Do you want to staff your store overnight? If you have a busy wash and fold service, then you have employees there maybe around the clock anyway, then it would make sense to just open it up to the self-service customers as well. And you'd already have staff present to help out if necessary. But if you won't be attended at night, um, how available do do you as the owner want to be to address issues that might come up? My store, I have phones that uh, will forward calls to me, to my cell phone. And so when my employees go home and they're not around, then I take those calls from customers if there's an issue with a machine or, or have, if they have a question. Um, but I've talked to other store operators and they just ask nighttime customers to leave a note regarding the issues and they deal with the problem the next day. Just a couple other things I thought worth considering would be uh, reducing the risk of vandalism and crime. Do you feel like you can do that at your store? Uh, this issue may influence your decision about staffing too. You know, do you, maybe you, you want to have the 24 seven, but you're concerned about the risks. So having a staff member present can help that. And then finally insurance. This is something I actually didn't consider when I was buying the, the place because the previous owner was already running the place with insurance and everything else. And so I just assumed no problem. But when I started looking around and pricing insurance, I actually found that it was challenging to even find a company to insure a 24 seven operation. So that's definitely something you'd want to look into before moving forward. Okay, so let's get into a few of these things uh, that you mentioned, one of them being staffing. How is your laundry staffed? And uh, is there a time when your store is completely unattended? Yes. Well, in addition to the self-service laundromat at my store, we have a wash and fold service that operates six days a week. And so I'm staffed eight and a half hours a day from 730 in the morning to 8 p.m. So at night, the store is unattended. 
tell me how your laundry is staffed. How many people work for you? Do they work sure. in shifts? How does that work? Yeah, we have two shifts during the day. And so the first shift is from 7.30 in the morning until 3.30. So that's my full-time employee. And then there is a 3.30 to 8 p.m. shift. And so those employees are primarily, you know, they're there for the self-service customers as well as working at the fluff and fold processing those orders. I got it. And then uh, so uh, no longer attended after 8 in the evening. Is that right? Correct. So from 8 until 7.30 the following morning, um, there's nobody there. It's unattended. And, and that's where some of the things that are going to be talking about in a second might come into play, security and exactly. that kind of thing. Okay. Can you describe the responsibilities that your attendants routinely cover and tell our audience how they were trained to do that for you? Sure. My attendants' primary responsibilities are to maintain a clean facility, naturally, help the self-service customers, and like I said, do the process the wash and fold orders. And so training usually lasts about two weeks and is conducted by myself and other team members. And during that training time, employees learn the various procedures and protocols for all aspects of the job, including the, you know, anything from machine, minor machine maintenance and monitoring the, the wash and fold desk and processing those orders and being available to self-service customers to offer excellent customer service. Of your employees, do you have someone that you consider to be a manager and then others who are attendants, or are they pretty much all kind of at the same level? At this point, I have everyone at the same level, but I would love to grow the business enough to be able to have one of the employees take on more of a managerial role. So with uh, attendants on call or on duty, rather, from 7.30 in the morning to 8 in the evening, how often do you personally visit the, the laundromat, and do you vary when you do that? Yes, I definitely like to be hands-on, and I don't typically have a set schedule when I go to the store, but I do think it's important to be present with the staff and support them with cleaning and helping customers. It gives me opportunities to model what I expect and to show them that I care and am in there with them. I also like to process the wash and fold orders on a regular basis so that I can stay current with that aspect of the business as well. On occasion, I do receive that nighttime call that requires me to go to the store and help a customer or deal with a machine issue. But I do find that those late night calls have decreased significantly as I've updated equipment and gotten newer machines in there. So I had some older machines when I first bought the store that definitely caused more issues. And the newer the machine, the less issues I have. So my my nighttime calls have dropped off significantly since then. Um, Most after hour calls now can pretty much be handled over the phone without even having to go to the store getting up at three or having to get up at three to, to go to the store is probably not, not something that you'd look forward exactly. to. So any, exactly. oppor- yeah, any opportunity to cut that down is, is welcome, I'm sure. It is. And, and that's one thing to consider when pondering this decision is, do you want to be that available all the time? Do you, do you feel like you need to be? You know, I choose to be, and, and I do find that that's a, a service, but there's, there's options there too as well to consider. How much autonomy do you give your employees to act on their own when they're dealing with things like operational issues or a customer complaint or a refund, things like that? How much autonomy do you give them? I give my staff quite a bit of autonomy. Uh, We have protocols in place for handling a variety of different situations that might arise. And if something unusual comes up, I encourage them to try to problem solve on their own. But ultimately, I always try to be available by phone if necessary. How has or in what ways does technology help you run your round-the-clock laundry business? 
Well, it definitely helps me quite a lot, and but it really depends on whether or not a store will be attended at night as to what demand there will be for different forms of technology. Because I am unattended at night, I'm going to offer my input based on that model of operation. I take a lot advantage of a lot of different types of technology that really support my running the laundromat 24-7. I'm sure it can be done without those tools, but because I'm unattended at night, much of the technology I use, I really wouldn't want to do without. I can divide the technology into two categories. I say that one category would be that you really should have this category. <laughs> and the second category is it's a nice luxury and adds convenience, but it's not really essential category. And so an item that falls into the you really should have this category is quality security cameras with remote viewing. I can pull up live images on my cell phone easily and see exactly what is happening at any time of the day. And these cameras are also recording 24 seven. Pretty much any time if your store is unattended, it's just nice to know that you can go to those cameras and see what's going on. And if you get a phone call, you can actually look right away and see what's happening in the store. Another should have technology, as I call it, would be if you choose to take after hour calls, uh, would be having an automated attendant phone system. And this service can forward calls from the store to your cell phone or other remote phone after hours, however you want to set it up. So it allows me to have a pre-recorded message that directs the customer who's calling in to choose what information they need from a menu, like press one for store hours. And yes, we frequently get calls all the time asking, are you really open 24-7? Right. So you really don't want, at least I don't, want to get a phone call at three in the morning with someone just asking me, are you really open right now? And it can also direct the call to a different employee or a manager too. So it doesn't have to be going to me after hours. If I choose to delegate that over to a different person on my team, then they can take that over. So if I go on vacation, then I can have another staff member take the calls while I'm gone. It, it also gives you the, the opportunity to give the customer other options like press two for instructions on getting a refund. Or you know, if this is really an emergency that you need to talk to someone, then stay on the line and the call, call will be taken. And that will sometimes deter people that are just complaining that, you know, the machine ate 50 cents while well, they can fill out a refund card and, and get that information to me and I can deal with it the next day. I don't need to be told at three in the morning about that. <laughs> so a technology that would fall, I think, into the, the luxury category uh, would be a credit card acceptance system. And aside from the typical benefits that such a system offers, uh, my system that I have enables me to start a machine remotely. So this feature has proven extremely useful for example, if I get a call from a customer in the middle of the night who has had a problem with a washer or a dryer, I can offer to restart the machine for them while they're on the call with me. They're often surprised I can do that. It's, it's sort of amazing to watch the machine start when no one's there making it happen. <laughs> right. So that, that's always a really nice feature. And the system also allows me to give customers store credit for future use. And all of this can be handled when I'm not even there. What do you think... Sharon, what do you find is the biggest challenge in owning and operating a small business that's open 24-7? I think the biggest thing for me, I also recognize is somewhat under my control, but based on how I've chosen to be available to customers after hours, it does make me feel like I'm working around the clock. You know, I don't really ever feel like I have a break from the job. Uh, even if I'm not there working it, I have to always know that that phone could ring. And so if, you know, some people are really comfortable with that and just doesn't bother them. Um, but that's just something that's a personal decision for each individual owner as to whether they want to take that 
additional responsibility on, or maybe they need to decide how they want to delegate that responsibility. It may be that they don't feel like it's as important to be available around the clock and just have maybe signs up explaining that if you have a problem after hours, you know, to leave a note and to deal with it later. Uh, but I do think that there are going to be times where you need to be accessible. If you have your machines running at three in the morning, then you may need to be available if, if there's a water problem or like one time we had someone call the fire department because a, a top loading machine's belt was burning up and so it put smoke into the room uh -huh. and they thought fire, fire. So they called the fire department and they, someone had already called me and I was already on the way telling them, oh, it's just a belt. Don't worry about it. Does it smell like burning rubber? And they said, yes. And I said, don't worry about it. I'll be there. There's no fire. Well, when I arrived, you know, all the lights and sirens and everything. So, you know, that we had to, you know, go through that. But it, so it is important to, to still have some availability, you know, for emergencies to your store. So I think you need to decide before moving to a round the clock ownership, you know, how you want to navigate that, that availability at the night, in the nighttime, how, how is the store going to be monitored at night? As we wrap up this episode, Sharon, what key advice do you have for other operators to help them ensure their business is running smoothly regardless of the time or day? Well, I think, of course, we should always strive to maintain a clean and friendly environment, uh, but also consider offering as many amenities as possible to make the customer experience better than anything your competition is providing. Regularly upgrading things or updating things, and I don't think necessarily these changes have to be big, but it does show even small things can show that you care and it leaves the impression with the customer that you, your business is run by someone who cares and cares about their needs. You know, it could be something big like redoing the floor or it could be something small like adding a receptacle for charging for their computers or, you know, having that free Wi-Fi. You know, just those little amenities that make you stand out from the crowd and show the customers that you're thinking about what their needs are while they're there and making it as user-friendly as possible for them. Sharon Sager owns the Sierra Madre Laundry in Sierra Madre, California, a suburb of Los Angeles. Sharon, thank you so much for being my guest today on the American Coin Op podcast. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. The American Coin Op Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanCoinOp.com. And you can consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter, to learn about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Quinot Podcast, this is Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up.